I'm Michelle, certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. And I'm Marissa, and I'm a certified nutrition coach and group fitness instructor. And this is the Strong and Simple Podcast. We're tackling the latest fads, trends, and hot topics in the nutrition, wellness, and fitness industries using science and conversation to bust myths and give you the information you need to navigate the bullshit. Tune in for your twice a week truth bombs every Tuesday and Friday. We, Michelle Farrell and Marissa Zabo of the Strong and Simple Podcast, reside on Pawtucket land. We acknowledge the land and the Pawtucket people, as well as the land and the people of the many Native nations of whom the land belongs. To respect and honor them and their land, as well as to be mindful of the harm colonialism has and continues to do on the Indigenous people of the United States and the world. This land acknowledgement is our commitment to support Indigenous peoples and their voices in the struggle against systemic oppression and for human rights, as well as to push against the cancelling and erasure of their history, their stories, their culture, and their present. We encourage you to visit native-land.ca to discover whose land you are residing on, as well as ways to support Indigenous folks. Welcome to another mini-sode of the Strong and Simple podcast. This is Michelle, and today I want to talk to you about navigating diet talk at social events when you are actively trying to not engage with such conversation. Um, It's uncomfortable for you. It is unfulfilling and rewarding to you to have these conversations, and or you can maybe even find it triggering to have these conversations. And, you know, we are still in a pandemic. There's no mistake about that. However, this summer is definitely feeling very much like a revival summer um, and spring time. Whereas last year, there were still a lot of restrictions and regulations on social events. And now, even though, We are seeing new variants and um, surges of COVID. We are not seeing and feeling the regulations like we felt before. Lots and lots of folks are, you know, finally having their weddings. There's lots of baby showers happening, lots of wedding showers happening, lots of graduation parties prom events, right? All of these things, folks are starting to have, you know, birthday celebrations again for themselves and for their children. So I know that all of a sudden my calendar feels very packed. (laughs) So I don't know um, if your calendar is also feeling that way. And it can feel a little disconcerting, um, especially after having so much time at home. Um, It's a nice feeling to know but also it could be bringing up potentially some feelings of anxiety or trepidation about socializing, especially if you're somebody who maybe already has some um, anxiety around social events. Um, If you are going to seeing and visiting with folks that maybe you haven't seen in two years or maybe more, um, this could also 
um, be making you feel a little anxious, especially if you have had some changes in your body over the past two years, which probably have. You probably have. Um, bodies change. We are made to change. Our bodies are not supposed to stay the same. Like after you turn 18, puberty's over and your body never changes again. Like that's just not how bodies work. So if you're feeling a little anxious, particularly around conversations that will likely come up at an event about dieting. And this could look any number of ways. This might be with people saying negative things about their bodies. It might come up as people commenting on other people's bodies, um, particularly making comments about somebody who has lost weight since the last time they had seen them um, and praising somebody because they think that this is a positive thing to do. Whereas if you've been listening to Marissa and I um, in this podcast or been following us for any number of time, any amount of time, then you likely understand or are coming around to understanding why it's not necessarily a good thing to be commenting on somebody's body um, or plate or anything like that, especially without their consent, right? So that's, I'm digressing now. So when you are at a social event and somebody comments or starts talking about what diet they are on or what quote unquote lifestyle they're following, or they're asking somebody, you know, what are you doing? These are all super normalized and common conversations that occur at social events. Um, they happen in workrooms at work. They happen around dinner tables. They happen at brunch. They literally happen all the time. And I want to say that you may actually notice it more now if your disengagement or desire to disengage from such talk is more recent. Um, you tend to notice it more when you no longer want to be a part of it, unfortunately. So just to kind of prepare you for that, um, that you are likely to, when you are at a social event, you are likely to encounter at least one conversation like this. And I would encourage you to also go back to last week's episode um, with Wendy, um, the body confidence coach, because um, she also touches on this. And then Stephanie Anderson's episode, and I'll link these both in the show notes, um, you know, about returning to the workplace after being working remotely and how to navigate, you know, your body's changes and any sort of feelings or anxious thoughts about that. So I'll link those, but back to our point here is there's a few things you can do and it really depends on how comfortable you are um, with the people you're with, how comfortable you are in social situations and with conversations in general. And it also depends on how comfortable you are um, and where you are in kind of your journey to non-dieting, um, to not dieting, and to not wanting to engage in these types of conversations. So 
the first thing you can do is to excuse yourself, you know, um, and this is something that I did over the weekend is when somebody started commenting on somebody else's body um, and asking them what they had been doing. I just said, excuse me. And I walked away and I went and found, you know, other people to talk about something that's way more interesting than a diet. Right. Um, so you can excuse yourself. Say you're going to the bathroom, go say hi to other folks. Um, again, it depends on the environment that you are in. Another thing you can do is to change the topic. Right. And again, this depending on how comfortable you are with the people you're with, how well you know the people you're with, um, how many people are around. So changing the conversation, changing the topic can simply be, you could simply comment on the weather. And I know that sounds really cliched, but everybody can relate to the weather. Um, talk about allergies. <laughs> like, um, those are a hot topic right now. Also, um, you could talk about sports if that's something that people are into. We're asking what are people watching right now? What are people reading? Try to see if there's like a common book or theme that, you know, that everybody can talk about there. Um, another big topic that is actually super relevant for this year is people are starting to really travel again. Ask people what they're doing for summer travel. Um, or where they have recently traveled, uh, where did they stay, what did they do, where did they explore, right? Um, so there are some really fun ways to change the topic. And again, this has, this is, you know, depending on how comfortable you are with being a conversationalist and with the people you are with. Another thing you can do is to say nothing. And you know, silence can be really powerful. And if you are comfortable enough to hear and take in the conversation without feeling very triggered by it, without um, starting to like spiral, um, which can happen and there's no shame around that. So if you are somebody who you can listen to the conversation and not participate, um, then that is also always an option and people may or may not notice and then depending on how comfortable you are, you know, you can always then, and this goes into my other strategy, is you could opt to educate folks on why you don't want to have this conversation or why this conversation is not interesting. Um, you could have the conversation about, you know, for you personally, why you don't engage in diet talk. You could throw out a fact about disordered eating or eating disorders. You could, you know, any number of things to educate folks on why maybe there's a thousand million other things to talk about than diets and why it might be harmful to be engaging in these conversations at social events. So depending on where you are and where you're at, opting to educate folks, simply staying quiet, changing the subject or excusing yourself um, can all be very useful strategies when you are at a social event to help you navigate around this converse, those conversations. Also, and I think this came up in Wendy's episode too last week, is that having a conversation with whoever was have, bringing up the diet talk 
um, after the fact, one-on-one to just put that boundary and to have a conversation about why you don't want to engage in diet talk, why it's uncomfortable for you, why it's triggering for you, whatever it is, um, can also be very, very useful. Again, depending on your relationship with that person and depending on your comfortableness doing so. So those were just five strategies that sound really simple. However, I will tell you that they do take practice. It does take um, time and it does take a little bit of, I'm trying to think of what the right word is here. It's not necessarily confidence. Um, so I guess it's really practice and time and your comfortableness with who you are with, because it can also feel very isolating, especially if you are out somewhere and everybody is engaging in these conversations and you are the only person who seems to not be engaging in these conversations. It can then feel very isolating and very lonely because we have normalized as a society that that is like the number one thing we're talking about we're which is a which is a problem and that is a that is by design from diet culture and the patriarchy and other systems that are in place to keep us distracted from real important conversations why have conversations about reproductive freedom and reproductive rights when we can be talking about how to make ourselves five pounds lighter? Why have conversations about racial bias and racial in, in the workplace when we can be having conversations about how clean our diets are? And on that note, why have conversations about um, food access and shelter access, housing access, and what's going on in the state of public education with banning books right now, when we can have conversations and keep everybody distracted with diet talk, right? So <laughs> that's on the other side, um, it is that it is by design that we have been conditioned to have these conversations. Um, so, I hope that these strategies and tips were helpful for you. Some things that you can do is you can practice. You can do like just practice conversations by yourself. That might feel silly, um, but like maybe just with a mirror or with a partner or your friend or, you know, on different scenarios of what might come up at different social situations. And, you know, honestly, the more that we can I'll be practicing this and then when we are more comfortable having conversations with folks when diet talk comes up about like yeah I don't want to talk about this this is fucking boring um, or this is harmful or this is triggering my disordered eating or anything and using that as some education for folks the more likely we're about, we could possibly have some way more interesting and happy and healthier conversation when we are at social events. So I would also love to hear from you all 
when you have a second, either on social media, um, on our Instagram page, or email us at strongandsimplepodcast at gmail.com about what some strategies have worked for you, or if you are looking for any additional support or ideas in this area. So I look forward to chatting with you and hearing from you, and I will see you in our next episode. This has been an episode of the Strong and Simple podcast. If you'd like to learn more about any of the topics we've discussed or about any of our guests, please make sure that you visit us on Instagram at Strong and Simple Podcast. And if there's ever any topics, questions, concerns, anything that you would like to suggest to us, please feel free to email us at strongandsimplepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. content of this podcast represents the views and opinions of Michelle Farrell, Marissa Zabo, and their guests, and is not intended to be individualized advice or recommendations. Nothing in this episode is to be construed as medical advice or to substitute for individualized fitness or nutrition advice. Always consult with the appropriate professional for your own needs.